listening to the Couples Guide podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Talia. We're both licensed marriage and family therapists. And today, like every day, (laughs) we're debunking myths and delivering truth about dating, relationships, and everything in between. Trust us. It's awesome. Episode 106. How exciting. Uh, Isn't it nice? I don't know what we're talking about. Sorry, what? I talked over you. What? I said, (sighs) ah. (laughs) So relieving. So I see that. I recognize your need for relief. Yes. Yes. Thank you for recognizing that. I appreciate it. I I mean, you're so obvious. We're talking about, but (laughs) today is my brainchild. This episode um, called "Relief or Recognition," yeah, and it's based on a theme that I've noticed with many couples I've worked, am working with, have worked with, and individuals as well. And this question, this statement, I guess, came out of my mouth more than once in the last few weeks. So I realized it might be a good idea for an episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the, the, the theme has been partners listing off all that they do for the other partner. And I noticed this. And so I asked when you list Mm -hmm. off all to your partner, all that you're doing for them around the house, et cetera, what you did in a day, like it doesn't have to be a jab at the partner. Do you want relief from it? Or do you want recognition for it? And obviously Uh, we can want both, but I found that a lot of the times when we are kind of, and this can set the tone for our next episode, when we indirectly list off all that we've done, we're really wanting to be seen for it. Mm -hmm. And there's another part of us that might also want to like offload it, but not know how to ask. So we're like listing it off to our partner, seeing if their eyes light up at any of these tasks that they're like, oh, that sounds fun. I'll be like, great, because you're going to do it now. Like mm-hmm. learning, using that as a jumping off point for delegation, mm-hmm. but mostly in the moment, catching ourselves on why are we sharing all that information? Why is it necessary yeah. for our brain to list off all of those things? Is it for relief or is it for recognition? Love that. Yeah. Getting curious about what is going on the way I think about this, what's going on emotionally that this really common communication behavior happens. I do this, 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 this. Yes. And I think this conversation is cool to be intentional. Yes. And this. Yes. And just to add, because now that I get what you're talking about, they're throwing a few like little parts of in addition, like that list of here's what I do can often be shared with a tone that is just as finger pointy as here's everything you don't do. Yes, agree. Um, it can be interpreted that way. Not always. And also sometimes it can be said not that way, but still interpreted that way. But that's a dynamic of where this list has the danger of going into criticism mode. I don't think we need to differentiate that. But the idea is like, I think we're going, I love this discussion going into, let's be intentional about, is it relief or recognition we are asking for? So you can be clear. So there's not a oopsie. I'm just trying to criticize my partner. Yes. I'm actually trying for something specific. Yes. Um, and the other thing that just came to mind when you said that is like, yeah, a lot of times couples will have this communication pattern or one partner will want to share it. And when in a safe space like therapy goes there, a partner will be like, well, what do you need from me? Because they weren't super clear. It can be that recognition piece of like, I don't need anything outside of, can you acknowledge this? 
Yes. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm taking this idea and starting, I, I guess I didn't realize this, I'm starting with the recognition thing, but it's like, it, that is so common that I hear though, like, I, I'm not looking to problem solve. I'm not even like trying to blame you for anything. Right. It's more like, if you just acknowledge that I'm the one who does the dishes every yes. single night, I'm good. Yeah, I just it's want the just, recognition. I just want the recognition for it. It's when I feel like I'm taken for granted or it's not seen that I'm doing this effort in our house that some of the negative feelings can come up. Yeah. So that. Um, and side note on that, because dishes in the sink is always my um, joke example for therapy in this podcast. But it's also very true because I absolutely hate doing dishes myself. And because of that, my partner, she is wonderful always does the dish because she does she knows i hate it and she doesn't care and i always think her i always recognize her and she's like dude you don't need to every time I'm like no but i do but i'm gonna bank it just in case well it's just like i'm like you know as soon as i stopped doing that yes maybe not like the first night but a few months down the road you're gonna start going why the fuck do you always do the dishes <laughs> like well the fact that i acknowledge it is like like a little um little side note sidebar fun story and a little tip and trick for people as an example of yes you can get ahead of your partner needing recognition by you by offering saying, that you. immediately and so it, I, it's no it's I, I love that you brought that up because there's no it's no what's the saying it's no skin off our back okay. to be able to say thank you mm-hmm. even even if it's something that we we if I'm getting so excited I'm getting ahead of myself let <laughs> me words before my brain explodes even though your partner would be, it sounds like happy to do it regardless of the thank you or the recognition, it doesn't hurt to hear it and it doesn't hurt you to give it. Mm-hmm. And that can be the case regardless of if your partner wants the recognition or not. I often see the pattern yeah. that because it's wanted by the other partner, yeah. the other partner's withholding of it yeah. subconsciously oftentimes. And the other, the other great point that you brought up is when you express, it sounds like you at some point had a conversation with your partner about this. She learned in some way, like I like, or I don't like when you're sharing that, then she picked it up either explicitly or implicitly. Mm -hmm. And it's something that she's neutral towards. Mm -hmm. It's not like we both hate this thing and we're trying to play hot potato with this task or this chore that we both hate. In that case, I would recommend don't go to therapy if that's your only problem. Save up for a housekeeper. <laughs> like, <it> really <laughs> yeah, save your money. Yeah. yeah, save your money and you'll you'll save money yes. doing that <laughs> and get that off your plate. Instead every of other every other week, just have somebody come in and do the chores you hate most. Um, yeah. Hire an intern. No, but that when is you cheaper think about than it, therapy, yes, yes, much cheaper. It obviously that's and much cheaper than a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Try getting a housekeeper and a nanny before you get divorced. But <laughs> when, you, when you're looking at uh, at this uh, kind of outsourcing or, or relief or recognition, if, I, if I'm helping my partner with something that I don't mind, I'm neutral towards it, and it takes a load off for them, that's going to be so much more appreciated, as evidenced by your reaction, by the partner who doesn't want to do it and now doesn't have to do it. Yeah. So if you are let's say she was like, oh, I don't really like them either, but I guess I can because of my schedule or something else, like logistically it made sense for her to do it in that time, then she would definitely probably want recognition for that. So either way you slice it, it's a good thing to recognize your partner's effort and recognize their actual success or completion. So many Mm -hmm. couples and individuals, we only recognize something once it's done. 
It's like if I didn't finish, obviously I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't finish grad school, most likely. We could probably do a podcast, but I wouldn't be a therapist. (laughs) I would still have gone to grad school. Like what if I took the last year off to have a kid or whatever else? It doesn't mean I didn't do up until that point. I just didn't complete it. So I would still want to recognize and honor myself for having gotten X amount of way. And even if I didn't fully complete it. And so being mindful of how your partner likes to be recognized, Mm -hmm. this is where love languages come in. Yeah, that's always useful. Um, C episode, I don't know, 17, whatever the heck it was (laughs) back in the day. Yes. Love languages. Um, Something you said I want to go back to, I think is really important because you hinted at like, I forget how you said it, but maybe it reminded me of like, there can be these barriers to giving our partner recognition because oftentimes because we want recognition for it. And just, let me just, you know, this isn't therapeutic, but just very straight. Stop that. Stop playing the game of I'm not going to give it to you unless you give it to me. Like that's called a childhood game. Like that's not adulthood. Um, I get that it can be hard because we're, you know, that normally comes up when you're over there in your relationship thinking like, oh, well, I don't want to say thank you for the dishes because she never acknowledges how often I clean the toilet or yeah. whatever. Um, great. So now you're in therapy and you're wasting a lot of, of like time to be connected and grow and money and stuff. It's, I mean, I get that it's not as simple as just making a choice, but it kind of can be as simple as making a choice and go, okay, I'm going to start the positive cycle going now. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. I want to be recognized, but that doesn't mean it's not mutually exclusive that only one of us can recognize. I can still long for that and ask for that need. And then I can still offer that recognition to the other person. Yes. Don't let that childlike stance keep that rigid barrier to offering recognition to someone. I get it. It's super common. That's why when you say like, oh yeah, I see that all the time. I'm like, well, they don't do that for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would be very um, supportive of one partner who's like, okay, I'm going to start taking this risk to try to create a change. I'm going to try to get out of this like um, childlike posture. And instead I'm going to put the best foot forward. And I am going to say, Hey, those, I see you doing those dishes. I hate that. Thank you so much. Or wow. Look at you doing that work for us. That means the world to me. Yes. And I'm not guaranteeing that then your partner will start immediately reciprocating the recognition, but they're going to be a lot more receptive to when you turn and mention like, Hey, do you see the toilet? Yeah. Yeah. looks good. Right. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. then they're like, Oh yeah. We're building this positive goodwill. Yes. And, and that's how relationships thrive. And they really are, you know, um, responses back and forth. That's why we talk about cycles, a positive cycle upwards of good, um, intimacy and intention or a, a negative cycle negative interaction pattern that can turn to the negative sentiment override yes. um, all of that stuff so yeah and if you are point you had i i it does come up that the partner's like well they don't do this for me it's like then why are you really doing this like are yeah. you only doing this behavior to get recognized for it can there be other ways that you are seen and recognized or is this more a matter of you needing to understand where your motives are coming from and doing something because if you're expecting without the other person agreeing that they will a certain response or a certain um, behavior in turn like oh I did this for you so you do this for me and and like a positive tit for tat like you know I I got your back you got my back and that's your agreement then it would be reasonable for you to expect recognition 
if your partner's like always been always in quotes been your biggest cheerleader on when you come home and say you have a tough day they're like oh man but you got it babe and then one night you get home and you're doing the same routine and they're just like so i don't care you'd be like the heck like this is not the recognition i'm used to like is this something you're used to that's that's you're noticing is shifting or is this and or is this something that's not existed in your relationship previously that you would like to have exist and you're trying to motivate, you have to lead by example. Whatever behavior you want out of your relationship, i.e. you're also your partner, has to come from both of you. And it might be a certain period of time where you're taking the lead and you're the only one doing that thing. It's still worthwhile, even if it's not paying off right away. Like the same day that you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. Mm-hmm. So there's a uh, there might be a gap in the, yes. the execution of like you doing it and your partner picking up like, oh, this is what you're talking about. You want me to do. OK, now I see it. Yes. You're not just like hinting at them like. Notice yeah. me. It's not a one and done. Hey, I did that. No. And now I should be perfectly forever done. Why, why don't you do this every yeah. day in your life? Yeah. And I actually that actually links to something that I, I want to say about the emotional undertone of recognition. Yeah. That the that building up is because. When I think about like what fuels our longing for recognition, I think of the feeling of being valued, understood, respected, all of these like connecting emotional um, qualities of a relationship. We like to be recognized again in this part of I don't mind doing that thing. I just want recognition when our partner sees the effort we're doing, whether it's effort for just life our individual stuff um so we can go like wow that's really hard we feel validated like yeah that that is a lot of energy it's taking for me to do the dishes or they see the effort because in our home in our relationship together it's being like wow you matter to me in this relationship i see what you're doing so that's just like i want to label that emotional undertone that is there for the longing to be recognized and to bring it back to what you said, and the whole point is like, so one time a partner might feel that the first time, like, and not really realize it, but every other time after that, as it gets more and more, these moments of recognition, it builds that emotional safety and connection. So yeah. um, those just go hand in hand in how relationships um, get closer and closer, stronger and stronger, and how you can repair if they were strong and, and, and disconnected. And then also, like, if you think early relationships, that's then how you build trust and safety is these little moments. And again, it's not actually about the dishes in the sink. That is about these moments of recognition that when our partner sees what we're doing, we feel seen, we feel respected, we feel loved because of that recognition. So I just Mm -hmm. want to point out that emotional piece. Yeah, there's it's a demonstrative way a demonstrative alternative way rather than saying I love you to be able to verbally appreciate and love your partner for not only who they are, but what they are maybe doing or not doing because sometimes the recognition is like, see, I didn't do that thing that you asked me not to do. Like this goes Mm -hmm. in either direction. It's not just behavioral inclusion. It's also choice behavioral exclusion of certain behaviors where it's like, could you be more mindful of X, Y, Z, you know, not slamming the door or whatever. So I think a key piece here too, is that that relief part, we talked a lot about the recognition with that relief part. So many women are, um, I don't want to say taught because that doesn't sound right. It is often modeled, at least it was in my household and other age group, like women that I've talked to that we 
have a specific role and what I, a lot of people think I'm going to go in one direction, this I'm going to go in another direction mm-hmm. that my mom worked a lot growing up. Some, and she, then she became like full stay at home, did like part-time days, et cetera. So I had the ability to see the template of both parents working, both parents being home. So that that's still my expectation. That's what, you know, my partner and I do, but that relief from it, I would notice kind of this pattern depending on which parent was home or which parent was at work. So I would, I would cushion it more like that. And for some families, it's the dad that's always, or mostly at work, the mom's mostly at home, that that was like their way of connecting in the evening sometimes. Mm. Oh, what, what did you do today? Obviously the person out of the house can list some of their work stuff. And then the person Mm -hmm. at home, well, what did you do today? Which quickly can turn into an argument because then the person who's out of the house is like, I'd like some relief from working. Both are still jobs. Like, I want to be very clear about that. But then it's like, well, I, well, I cooked, well, I cleaned up, well, I went grocery shopping and it would be this like one upsmanship. And it's like, I would just see this and I'm like, why are we doing this? And I have to catch myself to not do that. Obviously in adulthood, I think it happened my first relationship ever with like little tit for chat stuff. And I'm like, ew, my parents, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to see that. We have to be mindful of how we go about asking for relief. And if we had a tough day, letting our partner know, hey, I'm like at zero capacity. Could I have help with this? Or I need this rather than what we'll get into next episode, complaining around wanting relief. If we say we had a really tough day, I need help. We will be more likely to get the help rather than doing that tit for tat of like, oh, I don't want to clean up the dishes or do them because I'm so tired. Well, I'm tired too. Want well, t- and then it's just like this one upsman contest of like who needs more relief and whose relief is more valid. Yeah, and and the relief piece, what uh, as you're saying, like again, going to the what's the emotional yeah. like driver when someone shows up in a relationship saying, hey, here's the list of everything I did. That longing for relief is coming from what, what I was thinking about as stress. It's that emotional yes. stress, like, oh my gosh. And maybe it's coming from like a chore to-do list. Yes. Or maybe it's, you know, you're talking about your relationship. I do all this for our relationship. Yes, look at all I've and done for you. And all I've done for you. And yeah. that's like stressful in a space of, hey, I may be scared or hurting over here. I'm not feeling great in our relationship. The point is that relief is I am burdened. I mean, it's inherent in the term in relief. I'm burdened. What is the emotional burden? Emotional stress. And stress, I always like to then break down like that is pain. Mm-hmm. So when we think about like emotional pain, a lot of times we think about like, oh, I'm hurting because of like a, like, um, a major wound. Like someone said something really rude to me or said, yeah. you or, you know, or um, maybe like really painful, like past traumas that are coming up. But just stress is a type of emotional pain. So that's what's fueling, like, I think this, what we're talking about, this type of communication where you're listing stuff for relief. That's useful because if you know that that's what you're bringing to the relationship, I'm listing all these things I do. Yep. Then it goes to what you're saying is you can actually communicate in a different way that, hey, I'm actually stressed over here because of everything I've done today. My tank is empty. I'm stressed and my mm-hmm. tank's empty. I need relief. And maybe it's just the relief of my partner accepting that I am cranky today. I'm, yes. I'm not in a place for that. Or relief of, I did all that. I don't need recognition, but I got nothing left today. So mm-hmm. I ain't cooking tonight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and okay, that's I'll it. pick up takeout on the way. I can contribute, yeah. but not the way you're asking yeah. me to. Or the whole weekend was rough. Yes. I need a, um, a I need, I'm going to take the Monday off and yes. I just need to go be 
adult individual by myself, not with work, not with partnership, not with kids. And I'm going to go do something fun and relaxing for myself. Um, And that's where we're at. So, you know, by thinking, first of all, with intention, I'm sharing this list because I need relief and understanding that relief is because I'm stressed and that stress is emotional pain. It helps focus in on what can you then very just lovingly communicate to your partner about what your needs are for that relief? What's going on for you? That's kind of where I like do that full circle breakdown of that type of communication. Yeah. And, and even asking for relief, Mm -hmm. like I remember, I think I shared this with you. If I haven't, this will be for everybody to listen to. (laughs) Um, If it was a few weeks ago and I, we have a new puppy. And so we were shifting and like switching puppy duties um, because she's a menace and cannot be left alone for more than five minutes or she'll chew everything in sight. So fun. (laughs) Love it. Yay puppies. (laughs) So, so worthwhile. Honestly, it is in the end. I'm just like thinking about the long term, like this is shitty now, but it'll be worth it. And I remember we had a, um, kind of an alternate like a schedule change because we hadn't like I thought we had fully committed to plan a but plan a was still open-ended on his end which makes sense in retrospect and he was like hey I'm gonna do you know this other plan that I had mentioned does that work he he didn't ask does that work but he was offering it like is that cool with you and I immediately shifted to like are you fucking kidding me I have been waiting for relief for three days like I lost it yeah. became so unskilled I couldn't even ask for relief in that moment because mm. of the story I was telling myself that pain and, and stress yeah. and exactly and that's what I led with the next day I said I was so stressed and under duress I I knew he's like you could have just said no come home and I said you're right you are so right I totally could have and if I could go back I would have <laughs> and in an effort to not be seen as the psycho control person I shoved it all down and it ended up coming out as the psycho control person <laughs> because I didn't ask for relief. I just shut yeah. down and became 14 again. Yeah. And it, it really helps us to know in ourselves how effective we can be. That wasn't even, I wasn't complaining. I wasn't indirectly. Like I was very direct, like I'm tired. I can't wait for you to be home. I just like, I was very verbal the <laughs> whole day and previous, yeah. like there was no mixed messages about it. And he still needed more. He needed me to like grab him by the shoulders and be like, no, come home. And I was like, so depleted at that point. I didn't want to have to ask. And I am usually, you know, me a big proponent of assertive communication. I need this. What can I do to help you get that? Like, I'm very collaborative, but when we're not well-resourced, we don't have those same capacities and faculties. And this relief or recognition often comes out in the most stressful parts, which is parenting, child rearing work schedules, alternate, if you have any shared responsibilities that involve another life, whether that's an animal, a child, your own scheduling, et cetera, that is really when this whole relief or recognition thing comes to a head because not, and I hope they don't get to like life or death points, but it can feel in those moments when we need that relief and we haven't asked or gotten it for a while, it feels life or death to our own soul. It's like, I'm, I'm at my wits end. I need help. Yeah. It's so overwhelming. It feels that way. Yes. Um, and that's the cool thing about this discussion is for anyone listening, we'll know this ahead of time. So you're more likely, even in those moments of overwhelm to be able to go, okay, I'm noticing that I want to communicate this to my partner. I remember these ideas. So it can cut through some of the overwhelm some of the time. Yes. All to like what I think is the most important point of having this discussion, which is being intentional when you're communicating. So instead of it just being an open blah, I just want to like process out loud. 
which can work sometimes in relationships, but oftentimes can lead to these disconnects and these communication breakdowns. Um, you can choose intentionally what is going on. You can choose intentionally what you are communicating. Even if it's still, hey, I want to do this list, you're then going to be able to come to intention with why am I for myself communicating this? Do I want relief or recognition? Yes. And then also you can add a sentence or two to give context to your partner who yes. can't read your mind that you might need relief or recognition. <laughs> yeah, which we always talk about. And, you know, we always think, well, how? I wish. I it so was so obvious. I gave you this list of everything I was doing. You I knew I needed three times. How did you yeah. not know I needed relief? <laughs> yeah. So adding that context clues your partner in. You coming clear with yourself keeps you on track. It keeps everything um, in that collaborative space in a relationship, which is what's so key when you're having needs that um, you're asking your partner to fulfill, either taking away that pain and the stress or um, having that um, feeling of being valued and accepted and important to the person. Um, when you're clear with yourself, communicate clearly, it's collaboration done. You get it. When it's out of this, just blah, blah, processing out loud. Don't know what's going on. I'm overwhelmed. I don't have the clarity. Then there's potentials for some whoopsie ouchies to happen yes. in relationship. And being able to repair shortly thereafter the lack of relief, like the, the missed train of relief where you're like, yeah. goodbye, hope in life. Yeah. Like, I'll see you yeah. when I get a nap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> goodbye, sweet dreams. Uh, when you're able to repair going back and recognizing, wow, I either think I needed recognition for it. I actually didn't need relief from it. You came in and started doing the laundry the next time. And I was looking at you like, what the hell are you doing? I didn't need help. Well, you told me how much time it took you the other day. I assumed yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to anticipate your needs. This is where I'm, um, this could be a whole other episode, this topic of like anticipation of needs. Yeah. I think it has its place. If we've seen a history and pattern consistently that us anticipating that need has yielded a positive result. Oftentimes we interject ourselves or um, inject help, quote unquote, into a, a role or a situation where help is actually not what's needed or appreciated. And then we're more likely to be like, well, how many times have we said that? And it's usually after the person doesn't appreciate it. Well, I was just trying to help. I teach that help is something you ask for. Huh. It doesn't mean it's not something you can't offer. Like, hey, do you need some help with that? But if the person goes, no. You're not just going to go in and be like bulldoze what they said they do or don't need help with. And either like if they ask for help, you're not going to not help <laughs> if you <Yeah>. asked. <laughs> and if they did not need it, you know what I mean? Like you, there, you have to be clear on what is the purpose of me doing this? And can I anticipate my own needs? Uh -huh. Hey, I think I've needed some recognition this last week. That's why I snapped at you last night. I'm so sorry. Here's my part that I'm working on. In the future, this could help me. Does that work for you? you start to get the ball rolling as quickly as you can get back to being in a positive state of mind and that upward positive spiral, the better. We're not rushing it and like glazing over and being like erased to act like everything's fine. Truly making the goal. I'd like to get back to liking you as soon as possible. How can we go about doing that? <laughs> I love that. Um, I know you got to wrap pretty quickly here. Um, I want to um, do a mini tangent to the example you gave from your relationship because yes. we did talk about that before. But one thing that I didn't think about until you just shared it uh, concisely here on the podcast yeah. 
about your experience of, yeah, you, you were even direct and clear, assertive in your communication, you know, trademark Talia, classic, great communication. But in that moment, even after being clear about how stressed you were, you're acknowledging, hey, you weren't clear about you needed that relief. And this is a tangent from this discussion, but related in that it would also make sense why your partner would go, oh, I didn't get that you need relief. Because historically, you're very good at in those, you don't get overwhelmed like that that often. That is very so true. he knows that, hey, if I say that, she'll let me know what's up. So yeah. that was a departure. That's very true. So that's a cool thing, just in another hindsight, to, to remember that um, some of those positive traits that even when we're overwhelmed that don't kick in, it's not just because like your partner like missed it. It's because they're used to like, no, I, I, I know how my partner works. Like she's going to let me know she needs yes. something. Yes. Yes. Um, I just, I like that dynamic because I, I think, think it, it, it complements both of you two. It yes. complements you that your standard is expected to be that way. And also when you were overwhelmed, then quickly after you went, oh, you know what? I wasn't there. And maybe there's some adjustments as a team to make it from there, but it really complements your basic skill set. Mm -hmm. Then it compliments his trusting of you, knowing you and going like, cool, she's clear. Um, you know, I could see a world. I don't know. Him, but yeah. like, just when you were saying, hey, I'm stressed, it's been rough. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, I know what she needs for that. Like, I don't the assumption thing, but in that place, she needs to hear. I just need to hear that from her. Mm -hmm. And she's really good at asking for what she does, what kind of help she yes. does. So yep. she doesn't need it. I can go do that other plan that was yes. going on. Yes. Um, and great on him for generally speaking, yep. knowing that and then great yep. on you two together repairing afterwards. So, yeah. And I, as much as I hated yeah. to hear, you know, you could have just said that I'm like, <laughs> and that's when I caught myself. I was like, well, I would have, and this is about me. And <laughs> yes. moment, I recognize that this is a me yeah. thing to work yeah. on because yeah. I just projected onto you what I thought would be helpful which you wouldn't have known to do unless I asked yeah. for it. So I'm going to eat my humble pie in the other room like a dog who gets a treat. I'm just, thank you. I'm going to run away with this. <laughs> or like an adult because you're not in a childlike state. I agree. Yes. Um, and that's one of the things we talk about is all these great skill sets that we develop in our relationships and that we encourage our couples to. There's always going to be those disconnects. And they're always going to happen when one or honestly when both are overwhelmed. Yes. So it's not about never having that happen. It's how do you repair when that happens? Yes. How do you go? Such oh, a good yep, point. Oh, I love yep. that. Yes. I was overwhelmed last night. And I didn't have the capacity to do all the great skill sets that I do 99% of the time. So now we're going to repair over there and I'm going to have my dog treat and my mature adult humble pie yes. <laughs> because I'm not a child <laughs> and we're good. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. And being able to recognize that in ourselves, like we have to give ourselves that recognition and often know how relief would feel for us, which might be different moment to moment prior to, ideally, prior to asking our partner for it. And we also might discover we needed recognition or relief if they offer it to us. So again, it goes both ways to be mutual, have mutual reciprocity. I will lead by example, giving myself recognition and relief and you recognition and relief. And in the same vein, I would like, I would appreciate, and if I've talked about it out loud and we've agreed upon it, I now expect it to go both ways. I'm not just going to not ask and then shame you or blame you for not doing the thing I never told you I wanted. No. Yeah. Um, and I did write down that um, uh, anticipation of needs and assumption of needs as yeah. a topic. So that does relate to this conversation. So, but I think you're, I think that's a full podcast dive in. So yeah. listeners, you can plan on that in the nearer future yes. um, for another episode. Yeah. Um, and we got to, we got to wrap. 
I feel so relieved. There you go. Well, I feel recognized and I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'll take it. There you go. As long as you feel the way that we wanted you to feel, I don't care how you got there. (laughs) Neither do I. Um, But anyway, yeah, we got to wrap already a little slightly shorter episode today. Um, But that's good for relief or recognition. And as always, thank you listeners for being our listeners. And if you got questions for us, shoot uh, that you want. Uh, sorry, if you have questions for yes. us that you want us to answer on the podcast, send us an email to Ryan and Talia at the couples guide podcast.com. Yes. And if you want, you can send me a DM like a, or a answer to the question, like a Q and a at Talia Bombola. And some of those do become episode topics uh, as well as themes that come up in our lives, whether it's professional or personal. So everybody who has an idea that they want make sure to answer with that as a Q&A and we will include it in a future episode sounds good thanks so much everyone take good care